I'm Shruti. And I'm Sarah. And we're the Book Hose. In this week's episode, we are going to be talking about the final round of the Goodreads Choice Awards. And then we're also going to be playing a couple of games that we came up with just for fun, just for funsies. Um, But before we do that, we're going to talk about what we've read this week. But before we do that, we have a couple of announcements. Number one is that this episode is coming out Monday, the 23rd of November, which is a few days before Thanksgiving. So we are going to be taking a Thanksgiving break. So we won't have an episode coming out um, next week, which is the 30th of November. But we'll be back the week after when we are full of um, turkey or whatever it is we eat on Thanksgiving. Uh, and then our other, our other announcement is that the Friday after this episode comes out, which is the 27th of November, which is our one year anniversary of doing this podcast. Yay. Yay. And I just want to say, I think I speak for everyone when I say this was a shitty, shitty year. <laughs> really <laughs> god awful. Can't even begin to describe in detail how god awful it was. But there are good things that happened. Number one, Taylor Swift releasing folklore. That was good. Oh, hell but number, yes. But number two is this podcast. Kind of we started it. We started it last year, which is why it's a year. But you know, <laughs> it was like. It was we did really, the majority of it in 2018. Wait, 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 wait. So I think yesterday I saw a post about how coro- the first. Uh, the first notice of coronavirus was yesterday or something. Yeah, yeah. I saw that too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. basically, our podcast has been around as long as coronavirus. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That's I love so that cute. <laughs> Actually, though, um, we're recording right now. <laughs> I don't know why I can't talk like an old person. Obviously, we're recording right now. The day, the time period we're recording in right now, a year ago is when we would have recorded mm-hmm. our first mm-hmm. episode because it was right before I went to Chicago and I'm about to hit the one year of that. So we're in very many anniversaries. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's thank been... you for everyone who listens. Um, I've read much more books this year than ever because of coronavirus, but also this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I hope that you all have enjoyed hearing about us reading books and reading your own books with us. It's been a wild year all around, but it's been a fun time doing this podcast and connecting with you guys. And uh, yeah, we... It's been fun. Yeah, I've just been appreciating not only like getting to read new and different books, but also mm-hmm. getting to talk about all those books so that I'm just not speaking into a void. And right. instead, I'm at yeah. least speaking to you two. Exactly. And there's been a lot of people who have a lot of listeners who some of which I was already friends with, but I got to connect with even more mm-hmm. because, you know, they would talk to us after every episode and I learn new things about the reading taste. And then there are also a lot of people who started listening and I got to know them because they started listening to this. So that's yeah. really nice. It's been fun. It has been fun. So now we get into what we've been reading this week. So Sarah, what have you been reading this week? I finished reading Clap When You Land after last week. I actually finished it the next day after we finished recording. Um, my opinion didn't change. Five out of five stars. It was great. Um, go listen to me talk about it in the last episode if you want to hear more about it because I talk about it in depth. Um, and then I've also been reading The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, which yes, I've been technically reading for like three weeks, but I made some major progress on it this week. I'm on page like 300 
Um, and Shruti's laughing right now because she like read the whole thing in like a night and she texted me like, oh my God, what part are you at? And I was like, page 100. And she was like, oh. And the next day she's like, I finished Addie LaRue. And then our friend Kelly, who also listens, read it as well. And they were both like tweeting me the other day, like, Sarah, you need to finish this. I was like, oh my God. So I was peer pressured into reading more of Addie LaRue, but I'm thankful for it. You know, I, I am thankful for it because I'm having a great time. Um, it's a really good, it's really good. Victoria Schwab, as I, I like pretty much all of her other books. So I'm not surprised that I like this one too. Um, yeah, I'm, I'll pro- I'm hoping to finish it before. I mean, actually, I, if I don't finish it before the next time we record, cause it's going to be like two weeks from now, that would be really sad. Um, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how it ends. Shruti, what, what have you been reading this week? Um, I read a lot this week, so we're going to skip around a little bit. So I have a lot of thoughts this week. So I read four R.S. Gray books, which are just some simple rom-coms. Um, one was like, two of them were friends to lovers. One was an enemies to lovers, which like involved a construction site, which was weird for me. But I was like, you know what? I had a good time. What was um, that one called? The construction site one? Yeah. Cold Hearted Boss. Which is I thought she one. was going to say it was called The Construction Site, and I was like, yeah. no, not a good title. <laughs> no, it was, okay, so basically, it's basically like a Cinderella story, but there's, like, construction work involved, and they, like, almost had a one-night stand, but they didn't, and they're, like, uh-huh. enemies. This is, like, an enemies to lovers vibe, because they, like, hate each other, and then he, she, it's, it's a lot, but it's actually good, to, I had a good time. It was a, it okay. was a fun one. That's cool. Um, there's also one called His Royal Highness, and he's not actually royal, but it's basically like a Disneyland like knockoff situation where they work at like a fairy tale uh, amusement park kind of situation. So that was really cute. There was a bit of an age difference in that one that I wasn't super fond of, but I could I didn't really notice towards by like midway through. So I was like whatever. Um, but the one I want to give the biggest shout out to is uh, Not So Nice Guy, which you couldn't tell by the title, but was actually not bad. And here's the thing, guys: student teacher relationships tired old we don't need that anymore one they're illegal two they're gross three again tired no one needs these you know what isn't tired you know what is like up and coming and you know the peak peak romance teacher teacher romances you guys that is what we really need um and that's what this book was and it was a great time and i had fun so shout out to teacher teacher romances which need to overrule the student teacher romances of the world then i read other things so i did finish take a hint danny brown which i had started talking about last week um, absolutely loved it. It was really good. Um, I did have, I liked it overall. I believe I gave it five stars. I think jury's still out about whether I like it more or less than you deserve each other. They're probably tied. Um, there's just so much greatness about it. I talked a lot about this last week, so I won't go into it in the, uh, right now, but it was a good book. I really enjoyed it. Probably tied for best book of 2020 for me. Two of the top three I read this week. So that was one of them. The other one being you deserve each other. We'll get to the third one in a second. Um, books I did not enjoy this week. So I officially put one to watch as a did not finish. Maybe I'll come back to it at some point. I didn't really get into it very much. And like, I, they, she hadn't even met the boys yet. Because um, remember, this is the Bachelorette knockoff yeah. one. And yeah, she, has, she hasn't even met the guys, which I realize is like when stuff is probably going to start taking off. But I don't know. I just, I wasn't getting into it. The character was just, I think especially in comparison to Danny Brown, where the main character is overweight, but, like, it's, she's very secure with herself, and there's not, 
like, I don't know. It's just a very different vibe than what I was getting from one to watch, which isn't bad necessarily. It just wasn't what I wanted, I guess. I will say like, I didn't have an issue with, um, cause I've read one to watch. I didn't have an issue with like her like esteem issues because like, I mean, everyone has self-esteem issues, you know what I mean? But like it, I was just like, okay, whatever. But the, you know, like she gets a lot of flack because she's uh, the mm-hmm. first plus sized bachelorette, quote unquote. And like the things that people said about her, I was like, uh, like it made me uncomfortable yeah. to read. So that I mean, that part, I, I I wasn't a fan of. I mean, it was oh, realistic, absolutely. But I didn't, I didn't like it. I also didn't like, and again, I didn't read too much of it, so I don't know how this was like taken, like how it kept going. But there's a lot of kind of going into stereotypes about how like she hates exercise and she eats unhealthy. And I'm like, people who are overweight don't nece- aren't always necessarily eating unhealthy and not exercising. That's the point is that even when they're living a healthy lifestyle, that's just their body type and that's just who they are and that's perfectly fine. So I don't know, stuff like that was kind of, didn't sit well with me. And I, again, I don't know how that was handled later on or if it was just those examples I, at times I saw it, but. Yeah, I do think there was like someone who was like trying to like educate her on like how she should be more healthy. And she was like, actually I am very healthy and like gave him the receipts. So there was a bit, of, there was more mm, good. of that later. But yeah, so We'll put it on pause. Well, maybe we'll come back one day. We'll see. I have a lot to read, though, so we'll come. We'll see. Speaking of books that I haven't read in a really long time, and I was like, let's let's do this. It's time. I was in the mood to read some fantasy, right? So I was like, okay, let's do it. The Shadows Between Us has been was nominated for Goodreads Choice Awards, so I picked it up. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's the one that has like been touted as the Slytherin romance, right? Basically, there is this woman, and she's supposed to be like super cunning and ambitious and she's going to marry the shadow king woo him and then she's gonna like kill him and take the candle for himself right that's like the blurb that's the main i gist of it this book was so bad you guys i can't even talk about how terrible i and how much i didn't like this oh to be my fair, god to be fair i did not keep i i think i got 20 percent of the way in and i gave up i like stopped reading which usually i might power through but this one i was like no i can't do it I don't mind a good anti-hero, right? I, I lo- like Jude, right? J- I, I hate to bring up the Cruel Prince, but Jude is such a wonderful character. And I think a lot of people compare them. Jude is a wonderful character, especially in the Cruel Prince, because she is not a great, she's a gray character. She's morally gray. She does things for herself selfishly in her best interest. And it's fine. And it's all makes sense. And if she does do something bad, there's a consequence to her action, whether it's like someone doesn't like her anymore or, you know, she doesn't, whatever it is right this in this book there's everything was really easy there wasn't she's terrible at murder and somehow doesn't get caught um oh my god i can't everything is too easy the writing isn't great it's not terrible like i probably i could have got through it but it wasn't it wasn't good enough to overweigh all the other stuff and like okay i wrote this in my review and i think it's a very a very encapsulates my feeling i don't mind a stupid heroine i can deal with that i don't mind a selfish heroine i can deal with that i don't mind an ambitious heroine but when you have all three of them together and there's no consequences to their actions. <laughs> and then this is, this is actually, I think, the worst part. Oh, I didn't even mention the hero. And that's the point. I didn't even mention the hero because who cares? He's called the Shadow King and he like literally has no personality. He's like, what's, who, no one cares. Um, the most likable character in the book was not the love interest, right? And he, and again, I stopped reading 20% of the way through. But this is the problem. 20% of the way through, it was kind of like, oh, this character actually has personality and he's charming and I actually kind of like him. He's totally going to become the plot twist villain at the end, isn't he? He's totally going to be like that side character that is the other side of the love triangle 
but when he's let down easy, but then plot twist, even though they're friends, he's going to be, he's going to come back and he's going to be the villain. Guess what, guys? I was right. Mm-hmm. And I like, I literally was like, I saw, I was reading a part of the book where he like is there and the other king is getting jealous or whatever. And you're like, oh, but I'm like, why is, yeah, he should be jealous of this guy. This guy's so much better than him. And I was like, oh no, he's going to become the villain at the end, isn't he? And I flipped to the back of the book. Lo and behold, he's the villain. And she finds out, uh, spoilers, I guess, if you're actually going to read The Shadows Between Us. <laughs> no. But um, apparently she finds out, okay, I'm going to go ahead and spoil the whole thing for you. So basically, this, the character, Leandros, the good character, the one we like, is actually the Shadow King's long-lost brother. Um, and so therefore, is trying to, therefore killed his parents and is trying to kill him to take over the kingdom, naturally. And naturally. she find, the main character finds out because he, like, is in, because I think they kiss after he rejects her or something. Who knows? Whatever. Because his hair dye fl- flakes off. Because he's, bl- he's dyed his hair blonde, right? So that he Wait, that's blonde, perfect. I guess. And the ha- hair dye, I don't know. Do not ask. Wait, blonde right, hair? Right, right, right. I, no, I, I know. How does I, blonde I hair dye flick off? I don't know, like, dark hair Can hair dye, hair dye no, no. even flick off at all? Is no. that what it does? No. no. Thought, but, okay, so when she said that, I thought you meant, like, he used, like, ink or something. Right. And that's why it went up, like, not real hair dye. When you say blonde, I'm like, wait, that's blonde. No, because well, he's supposed to be blue. dark-haired. He's supposed yeah. to be dark-haired, but then he appears right. blonde. So right. I don't so know what happened. Well, if well, you're dark like, hair and you want it blonde, you have to bleach it first. Well, so let's there's remember, no. This is a fantasy book. <laughs> Do they even have bleach? Likely not. So probably oh, you want to talk world, about how this is a fantasy book and makes no sense. Probably allows for no bleach. Okay, sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I just have to throw this out there since we're talking full. We're going full on spoilers here. So the first like two pages of this book talk about how she murders her ex boyfriend. Um, because as one he does. calls her a bitch or something, as one does, right? Which again, I could have lived with that. Sure, go ahead. Yes, you should kill a man who's being a being an obnoxious asshole. I'm with you. But the problem was, she was so stupid about it. She she hid him in her trunk for a day, and then buries him out in the middle of the woods, and then tells no one where he's gone. And she's the last person to see him. So when her father shows up two years later and's like, "Where's my son?" Yeah, you're going to be suspicious. Anyway, this was a really bad book. Please don't read it. Wait, um, so she unless, has a I guess, car? unless you wanted to, unless you wanted to laugh, I guess. I'm trying to understand. <laughs> she has a car. <laughs> no, it's a it's a fantasy. No, I well, don't then know. you just said she hit him in a car. Oh, she was. Oh no, in the trunk. In a trunk. No, like the trunk. Um, oh, of, like, like where a, you store like a, things. Oh, like oh, a suitcase. I you meant yes, trunk like a suitcase. A car. Okay, oh, no, okay. no, no. no. I, I was it. like, what kind of <laughs> fantasy novel has cars? Honestly, I would love to read a fantasy novel with cars. Um, that would have been better than this. I'm still really upset about the fact that the ma- best character in this entire book was the villain. It's, it's so annoying. Why does, this, why does this always happen to me specifically? The character who is, like, awesome, who's, like, the best friend or the brother or the better love interest ends up being the villain at the end. Why does this happen to me? I'm sick of it. I don't know. I'm tired, guys. I'm tired. They're laughing at me, but it's fine. You know what that didn't happen with? Mal. That's true. I won. I won once. <laughs> You'll always have Mal. I won once. <laughs> so after the reading, Grisha trilogy, Grace. I, I figured it out. I, <laughs> I know the characters' names. I know their names. That was actually a wonderful transition because there's like a Mal-like character and a Darkling-like character in this next book I'm about to talk about. 
Um, because after I read this one, I was so disappointed. And I was like, I still want to read fantasy. But I want to read a good fantasy novel. And I didn't want to read, like, a series. So I was like, you know what I should read? I should read, even though Sarah has just started and she's probably be mad at me for finishing it first, The Invisible Life of Addie, Addie LaRue. So that is what I did. And I read it in, like, a day. And it was absolutely awesome. It is tied for best book of 2020 with You Deserve Each Other and uh, Take a Hand, Danny Brown. I'm excited. Now, I will say, unlike those, actually, I think I probably, this is the thing. I think You Deserve Each Other is a full-on wonderful book. There is nothing bad about it that I could say. Whereas with Danny Brown, there's like a couple things, like the ending wasn't 100% great. And here's my problem with The Invisible Life of Lady Rue. It's really like 4.5 stars, but like it deserves five stars. It's wonderfully written. It's like gorgeous. Um, the entire story and the narrative is awesome and makes so much sense and it like flows and everything is perfect. I love the characters. I don't want to get into spoilers because Sarah's reading it and I had just talked to a friend of the program, Tiff, about this because we, we sh- she validated all my opinions. So I feel good about my opinions. But I will say the ending did not sit 100% well with me. I Overall, I like it. I think it was a good ending. I totally get why the ending is the way it is. It's just not the ending I wanted 100%. Hmm. I'm but that's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah, I have that's all I'm going to say about it. Yes. I have a thought about it, actually, that I didn't say in my part. And I know yes. I should have said it in my part, but I'm going to okay. interrupt your part. Um, it's the, the Luke, Luce, mm-hmm. Lucifer, the, Luke, the shadow guy. I call guy. him Luke in my head. Yeah. Luke, yeah, like mild spoilers if you like haven't read it and you don't want to know anything. Um, he feels a little like heavy handed to me. Like every time she's writing him, I'm like, are you trying to write like, like, a worse version of the Darkling a little bit. <laughs> like, that's my one problem with it, is all the scenes say. with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, all the scenes with him, I'm like, you're trying, so like, it just felt like she was trying really hard with him. And I was just like, you can take a step back. Like, you, I know you, like, want people to, like, root for him and fall in love with him or whatever, like they did with the Darkling. But, like, it's not, it just feels like you're trying so hard for that outcome. And, and as a result, I'm not going for it. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings about, I can't say right now because they're spoilers, mm-hmm. so I'll keep okay. to myself. But I'm I will not say, educated I, all the way. Yes, I don't, you're not fully yes. educated. This is yet. just my thoughts so far. I think it's a very good point. I think you bring up some very good points about Luke. Um, I think I liked, again, I liked him as a character. I thought he was a really great character. And again, yes, he's pretty much the Darkling. And I think Henry is a better version of Mal. Um, yeah. But yeah, I can't say anything else or it's spoiler, so. Yeah, I'll save my thoughts for when I finish, because maybe my opinions will change. But yes. that was my impression thus far. Yeah, so overall, I really, really loved it. As I, was, I texted this to Grace and Sarah as I was reading, especially the beginning part. Um, I could totally imagine this being like a limited series with like this beautiful cinematography and stuff, because like a whole chunk of it takes place on like the French countryside and stuff like that. So like it would be gorgeous to shoot. And then like the other half, the present day stuff is all in New York and everything. So I think it'd be really awesome. Um, it really, it was the fantasy novel I deserved after some terrible ones. So I was very happy with it. Other than the minor thing at the ending, but I can just pretend that didn't happen. So it's fine. It's fine. Trudy, you, you ranting about that fantasy novel really makes me want you to read Serpent and Dove. I just want to know what you think about I it. I want to know too. You have to read Serpent and Dove. You might hate so listen, it, but like, yeah, I, I think you're going to like it. I think I have to read it at this point just because both of you are telling me to read it and then all of us will have read it so we can add it to our list of books yeah. we've all read. But I, I think I might wait until, because I know the sequel is out and I know it's supposed to be a trilogy, so I might wait till the trilogy is over and then binge read the entire trilogy. I've heard that sequel was bad. I took it I off old. I heard it was too. 
that makes me want to read the entire trilogy more. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not even, I'm not even saying that you should read it because I really mm-hmm. liked it. I was pretty like meh about it. I'm just right. like, so curious what <laughs> you are going to think of it. Me. I, I feel like I might, I don't know. I could see myself going either way on this one. <laughs> yep. Me too. <laughs> I went either way, like on the book, like I had mixed feelings. So I, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just interested in the concept. I just had no thought, no feelings, like head <laughs> empty, no zero thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> so Grace, what have you read this week? So I did not read The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. This <laughs> Sadly. Um, it's on my holds list at the library, so I'll probably get it in January or February. <laughs> um, however, I am going to I'm just, I have to paint the picture of the journey that I have been on. So here we go. I'm very sorry. So this weekend, I went to the mountains, as one does. And uh, I drove, so it's like a five or six hour drive. And I drove for like an hour and a half. And then I met up with my friend who drove the rest of the way. So I brought my, uh, The Blood of Olympus by Rick Riordan, the last book in the Heroes of Olympus series, audiobook for the part where I was driving by myself. And then I also brought the ebook on my little tablet. For the part when my friend was driving because yeah and then I also brought the physical copy of the book that I borrowed from the library so that I could hold a book in my hands as I breathed in the mountain air <laughs> so I was like Grace is looking around three copies of one <laughs> I also brought another book too but I didn't touch that one you know you go into vacations with like high hopes and they just don't mm-hmm. happen yes. so yeah I was like mm-hmm. I've got three different formats of this book. I'm going to get a good chunk of the way into it, but it's a big book. (laughs) It's a big book. Um, 500 pages of a book. Um, (laughs) I finished the whole fucking book. (laughs) I, so on my way up and while I was there, I got like halfway through. And so then I was like, okay, I'll get a good portion of the way through it on my way home, which again, five or six hours is what it should have taken. Um, And then I'll finish it later this week. No. I left the mountains at like one and I was supposed to get home around dinner. I got home at 1030. I was in a car for nine hours because the traffic was insane. We oh no. hit traffic three times. I hit traffic on my own <gasps> at 10 o'clock at night. At night on a Sunday. <laughs> so what the so heck? I- I know it was crazy. It was this crazy. This is why Trudy and I don't go to the mountains. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah don't go to the mountains this is a lot this is that's the point of this story don't go to the mountains anyway so I finished that damn book um in four in four days which to put it in shrewdy terms would be like if she read a book in two hours because this is a big it's a big book and in these four days I experienced the full spectrum of human emotions <laughs> I first of all it was really good um I enjoyed that Nico and Raina got point of views because I really like them as characters. They're really cool. They went to South Carolina again. What a great time. And then I enjoy Nico and Will together. I think they're really cute. I don't, oh, oh, and Nico and Raina and Coach Hedge as a trio, God tier concept. So it was a good time, <laughs> except for like at the beginning of the book or the part that I read on my way up slash while I was in the mountains, they were like, this, a character is going to die in this book. And I was like, oh, that, that sucks. Maybe it'll be fine. <laughs> I've, I've thought this would happen before, but it was fine. 
And then on my way home, as I am stuck in traffic that is moving one mile in an hour, I am sitting in the back seat reading my little ebook, Minding My Business. And one, I'm being, I'm being vague because I still have to make, Sarah and I still have to make sure to read these books. But also <laughs> my friend Adri listens to our podcast and I know she hasn't gotten to this book yet. So I'm going to be as vague as I can, but also like fast forward if you don't want to know anything about the last book. But one character specifically on my way home was like, I'm going to die and I'm going to sacrifice myself and die. And so I have a meltdown, as one does, in the backseat of this car. Um, I was like, <laughs> I had like collapsed onto the, onto the backseat. I was like threatening to throw up. My friends were like, are you okay? And I was like, hmm, no. I wonder what character it is. <laughs> and they were like, they were like, isn't this a kid's book? And I was like, it is, it is a kid's book. It was a rough time. And so then, I don't even remember what else. It was just a rough time. I experienced so much stress, but I was also like, I have to know what happens. And so I finished it that day and I was listening to it. Oh, and so the character does, the character died, but afterwards they were like they had this emphasis on like where's the body and I was like that's suspicious but I was also like after my meltdown I was like let me have a moment of clarity for a second because I was like would Rick do this to me first of all and second of all so many people know that I'm reading these books and they would have warned me my friend Sarah would they have my friend Sarah would have warned me. Sarah would not sure. let me down like this. And Grace, so, this is the last book I've read. You've read as much as I have. Actually, that's a lie. I read the first Apollo book. But I was like, <laughs> well, I don't know. I was what friends you're talking why about. Why would I warn you? I don't know. Because you care about me as your friend? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so anyway. I wasn't warned. I went in cold. Well, some in. of us have the life of luxury, and that's me, and they expect their friends to warn them about these things, but it ended up being okay. I was worried. They had me in the first half, I'm not going to lie, <laughs> but um, on my way home at 10 o'clock at night in the last chapter, it was like, you know how, no, you don't know, Sarah does, that it'll be like, chapter blank, character's point of view. They did that for the dead character. I screamed very loud. The woodland creatures out in the woods probably thought it was like another deer getting killed or something. Um, I screamed a lot during this book. I've, I feel like I've never been this invested in a book in my whole life. And I'm a 23-year-old woman, and these books were made for 12-year-olds. But it is the truth. Um, and hot take. And I feel like I went into the Percy Jackson books, which I had read before, admittedly. I was like, this will be fun. And I did have fun. I was like, this was a good time. I enjoy these characters. I wish them the best. In the Heroes of Olympus books, I was like, if these characters needed anything, anything from me at all, I would stop everything and help them immediately. <laughs> so in conclusion, I don't know how hot, hot of a take this is, but I liked Heroes of Olympus a lot more than I liked Percy Jackson. The end. That's a pretty spicy take, and I hope people believe you for it. I'm just kidding. Um, no, a lot of people like Heroes of Olympus. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> All right. Is that was that your whole story? That was my whole story. That was the only book <laughs> your I read. Tale I, have, I haven't possessed. I haven't been able to 
read another book because I'm still processing. <laughs> like it lives in my mind rent free. I have brain worms. I can't stop. Oh my God. I have brain worms. I have brain worms. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so one more thought about Addie LaRue. I, as I was reading a book, I had this feeling of like, okay, I'm savoring it because it's so beautiful, but also I just want to know what happens and get to the end. But also I know I'm going to go back and reread the entire thing. But then I got to the end and then I was like, you know what? I don't think I can reread this right now. I need to like absorb it. So that was my major thing about, I think really sums up Addie LaRue for me is that. I really wanted to reread it as I was reading the book, but then I got to the end and I was like, I don't really want to reread this right now. So there's that. You were going to read it again right after? Yeah, it was that good. Huh. And there's a lot of like details and stuff like that, that I feel like I missed the first time that if, mm -hmm. as you're reading it, you're like, oh, that makes sense. But I want to go back and read it to like fully absorb it. Um, yeah, I noticed yeah. that, that there's a lot of little things that like you get to a certain part and there's like something she mm -hmm. mentioned and you didn't think anything of it. And you're like, oh, yes, that makes sense now. So it's pretty cool that way. Um, the watch is one of those things. Um, I, I don't don't spoil, spoil it for Sarah. <laughs> she doesn't know what I'm talking about. So it's fine. Um, I know. It's fine. But but you probably That's what Sarah gets for saying she wouldn't warn me about things. <laughs> It's fine. She doesn't know what I'm I talking about. I get overwarned. It's because I don't want to be warned. Um, and then I'm actually currently in the process of reading some poetry. I actually started reading Milk and Honey by Rupi Kaur. So uh, not, I think you haven't read that. I haven't. So I know Homebody came that. out this week. So I was like, you know what? I'm kind of in the mood for some poetry. So I actually was like, and I think Milk and Honey is, is also one of those because the poems are very short. So it's really good to read like in between classes when I don't want to read. Instead, mm -hmm. I can just read a quick poem. So I've been enjoying it so far. Um, mm -hmm. The style is pretty cool, but yeah, so that's been fun too. I'm excited to hear what you think. I haven't read that one, but I do, I've read a lot of, not a lot, but like a couple of other poetry books in that style too. So maybe mm -hmm. I'll read that one soon if you like it. Yeah. I liked it, but I read it long ago. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to talk about the Goodreads Awards, but first, let's hear a word from our sponsors. And we're back. So earlier in the week that we are recording this, the final round of the um, Goodreads Choice Awards came out. So we're just going to go through and talk about them again for the... <laughs> third time but we won't talk about them that long probably yeah i have nothing to say except you deserve each other deserves better correct i agree yes those mm -hmm. are my only thoughts Agreed. i yeah i voted i voted in all the categories already except for science fiction but i mean the one that only matters is the romance category and i voted for danny brown but yeah i was sad about you deserve each other yeah, I mean, you know, every I voted for pretty much the same things in every category except that one. Yeah. I switched I switched to Beach Read again. Mm -hmm. I switched to Beach Read as well. Makes sense. I will say the one thing that did anger me was the um unsurprisingly, the young adult fantasy and science fiction category. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> because literally all the books there are like the white books. There's that's not true. There are some non white books. But a lot of the books there I'm very angry are still there. So in a protest vote. I'm voting for books that I have not read that do not have white characters. So I got to say, I'm really very 
Well, hang on. Let me make sure that it's actually. Yeah, I'm really surprised that Cinderella is dead is still there because I was excited to read it. And then everyone was like, it's not as good as I wanted it to be. So I can't keep putting it off. Mm. But if it's still there, then someone's voting for yeah. it. I yeah. guess so. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's worth it after all. Yeah, I mean, it's just like a bad selection. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I get bad vibes looking at this list. I don't know if it's the Cassandra Clare and the, the Hunger Games prequel. and the, the I knew those were going to be there, but like. And Stephanie Meyer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Brandon Sanderson. But I guess in good news, Check Please is still there. Yeah, yeah, everyone vote for Check, Please, Book Two, Sticks and Scones in the graphic novels and comics sec- section of the Goodreads Choice Awards. I think I forgot, so I'm going to go vote for that one now. Yay! I'm sure that, uh, isn't Alice Oseman in there? Mm-hmm. She's probably going to win. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I support her yeah. as well. Okay, so we're going to play a couple games using the lists of Goodreads as their inspiration. So for those of you who do not know, in Goodreads, you can create a list and people can vote on like what books you add to it. And there's some like really creative ones with some interesting names. Um, So what I thought we would do is we're gonna, we each picked a list or two and we're going to share that list. We're gonna share the title of the list and the other two are going to guess, you know, a couple books, maybe three books that they think are on that list. So for example, there are some lists of like best of, right? So if, for instance, you were t- um, on a list of like the best of 2020 list, I would obviously, you deserve each other. And you would say, yes, that is definitely on that list because that would be a correct list. All right. So the title of this list is called Radical Romance. That is all the, that's all the hint you get. You just get the title of the list. So what are some books you think that might be on this list? Radical Radi- romance. Well, yes. at first we must dissect what the word radical means to me. I was thinking about that. Radical. Like out of like, the box? Radical, like cool. <laughs> or radical, like like a complete change. I think the second mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I'm going to say you deserve each other because it is a um, married couple to enemies to lovers that feels radical to me should i give you a yes Sorry. or no before you give me the book all three or just as you give it to me i have to name three <laughs> i can only give one uh, i i was gonna say i'm suddenly forgetting every single romance book <laughs> because of this um <laughs> this is what's gonna happen every list i'm also gonna say i'm also gonna say the cruel prince because you know I decided to say that, and that's the first thing that got, popped into my head. Okay, I'm going to say Pride and Prejudice. Okay, there we go. Um, I literally cannot think of a single romance book. Uh, What's fine? I thought of a third one. I'm it's like, not a romance book. Little Women, <laughs> because the bait and switch. I would put it in there, you know? Oh, Why not? Red, White, and Royal Blue. There we go. Perhaps. That's one. Perhaps. The Hating Game. Okay. Out of all of the ones that you have mentioned, only one of them is actually on this list. So I'm going to go ahead and read the description to you, and you can tell me which one is actually on this list. Um, So the idea of radical romance is basically a call to action. So it's the idea of decolonizing romance. 
So all of these stories have an intersectionality in the feminist uh, romantic fiction. So there's stuff about race, gender, sexuality, masculinity without toxicity, and multicultural society. Oh. So of those ones that you have mentioned, which one do you think is the only one that's actually on this list? Red, white, what, and royal what? blue. I was going to yes. say. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's a radical Very nice. That sounds like a good list. I feel and so white right now. I hey, literally could not think of any books. I was like, what? I was like, think of a romance <laughs> book. I can't. Think of a book. I can't. I'm going to be so bad at this game. I'm, I'm always bad at it, too. And people will be like, because, <laughs> you know, I work at a library. Uh-huh. I'm like, what are some good books like this? And I'll be like, books? <laughs> I literally have a shelf on Goodreads called Recommend. So mm-hmm. when someone asks me for recommendations, mm-hmm. I look through that shelf because so and smart. choose ones because That's of that. Smart. Because I'm like, I cannot think of any off the top of my head. Some books that you have probably have heard of that are also on this list. Um, the Kiss Quot- Quotient. I've mentioned the flat chair before. Take a hint, Danny Brown is on here. Something, something to talk about is on here. Um, I think those are the ones that kind of stood out that we have talked about before. But yeah, radical romance. Cool. Um, I'm going to go with Weirdest Books Ever. That's the title. Mm. Pretty self-explanatory. Mm. Is my... I feel like the My Alien book should be on that list. I, don't know I if it feel is. like it should, too. Whether probably or not, not it is is one question. But. What was it? It was Strange Love? Yeah. That was a good book, but it's probably not on there. Weirdest, Weirdest books. Weirdest books. Oh. Um, is the, the, uh, the Yellow Wallpaper. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to say oh. some Stephen King book is probably on there. Uh, I'm thinking of this book that I had to read. Um, for a class oh geek love by katherine dunn 1984 that's a weird book i guess brave new world is probably weirder yeah it's pretty they have orgies on that yeah. on that one <laughs> sarah's given two trudy's given two let's throw twilight on there it's a weird book i was just i, I was literally about to say that <laughs> count that it's as not- my third it's not, but um, there's a comment. Okay, so all of your other books, oh, the yellow wallpaper wasn't on there, but the other books you mentioned are 1984 is on there, Geek Love is on there. Shruti, which one did you just say? Brave the other one? Yeah, that one's on here too. All the other ones are. Let me name off some other ones that are on here. House of Leaves, definitely weird. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is on mm. here. Fahrenheit 451, Slaughterhouse 5, uh, A Wrinkle in Time, hmm. also very strange, Lord of the Flies, and also hmm. number two, number two on this list is Holy Bible, New International. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That makes sense. Yeah. I can see it. It does. It does. <laughs> All right. So my list is titled... Best books to read when the snow is falling. I have that one too, but it's okay. I can pick my other one. You didn't look too much at that one, did you? I looked, I mean, at, I already... the top... I, I looked okay. at the top three, so. <laughs> well, one of them I knew you were going to say anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> is it Lion, the Wish, and the Wardrobe? It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> the only book to read when it's snow is falling, I would say. But you know what I'm also going to say? I don't know if it's on here. The Silver Chair. It snows in that book. Mm-hmm. There we go. 
I just was watching Dash and Lily, which, by the way, is based off of a book. The TV show is very cute. I recommend. Um, and they mention Narnia because, yeah, there's a reference to how the Santa comes and stabs people, I think. No, that's not right. I'm mixing up references. There's a reference to Santa Claus, and it's talking about Lion, the Witch, and Wardrobe. Yeah, so is that one okay. of yours, Dash and Lily? No, that was not one of mine. Oh. Oh, should it be? Is Dash and no, Lily No, no, I thought it was. <laughs> um, what else? What are some wintry books? Now I can't think of any wintry books. Doesn't have it's to be hard, wintry. Just ones that are just like cozy that you read when the snow is falling. Oh, wait, I'm giving too many hints. <laughs> Don't think too hard. Just pick a book that you would enjoy to read. When the snow is falling. I would like to read like a good Jane Austen. So we'll say Emma. Or like Pride and Prejudice or something. Because I'm sure mm-hmm. that's, po- that's more popular. Grace, do you have any other? I can only think of the ones that I know for sure are on there. Wuthering, <laughs> Wuthering Heights. There we go. Okay. All right. So pretty much every single book you guys named is on there. Um, <laughs> including Dash and Lily. Um, Interesting. So yeah, both. Pride and Prejudice and Emma are on there. And so is Wuthering Heights. So this is a pretty Yay! easy one. But like I said, it's just the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is number one on that list. Like, As firmly. It should be. As it should be. <laughs> yeah. So my second list is most rated book by year. Mm. So what? we'll probably get a lot of these correctly, but... Most rated book by year. So it's like every year has a has the highest rated book of that year, or the most rated book of that year on that list. Right. Most rated. Does, does okay, most so rated, I'm going to go with Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Does most rated mean it received the most ratings, or does it mean the best ratings? Most rated. Most. Okay. And Twilight, Becoming by Michelle Obama. That's Those really are my good. three. That's a really good um, guess. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Fall in Our Stars. Mm. Ooh. it's a good one. Mockingjay. I hope those didn't, no, they didn't come out the same year. Probably. Mm. Um, uh, what are other books that exist? What's the first book that comes off to the top of your head? The Maze Runner. It's not going to be on there, but it's okay. I picked that one. Those are my favorite. Yeah, so Maze Runner is not on here. Um, all the other ones are, except... Becoming is actually not the highest rated so far, has the most ratings in 2020. Apparently. What about 2019? Yeah, it came out. Yeah, that's when it came out. I think something else has in, 20, in 2019. Hold on. What's 2019's? That's interesting because it was the best selling book of 2018, 2019. But it's interesting. Yeah. That people so, would 2018, come in. so the 2018 was The Woman in the Window and 2019 was The Wicked King. What the fuck is Oh. Interesting. The Wicked King. The Wicked King. Is that the book that we really by Hollywood? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was the most rated book on Good, most reviewed or rated. Apparently. Well, okay. remember, rated is wow. not the same as reviewed because remember, right? The you can get without right. reviewing. Is it most rated or reviewed? Most rated. That most makes rated. sense okay. to me. Actually, interesting. I feel like mm-hmm. Everyone who reads. Yeah. Well, that's a lie, because I didn't read Becoming. Mm-hmm. But people who, like, are casual and who read, they read Becoming. Yeah. People who are, like, but they don't necessarily use right. good people reads. Who are book yeah. people and, like, are in the community online of books mm-hmm. read The Wicked King. 
I was just going to say, like, becoming, like, people would cut. I worked at Barnes & Noble when that came out, and people would come in and be like, do y'all have becoming? And I'd be like, if you just throw something in the store, it will hit. <laughs> you will hit a copy. <laughs> Apparently, Educated, I think, com- came out that same year also. So that one oh, was more. Yeah. yeah. That, I forgot about that one. Wait. That one. What about freaking Where the Crawdads Sing? Oh, that yeah. is also, that also, that's what this Wait. comment says now has the most. But that was, I think, I don't know if that's been updated, but yeah. Maybe that, maybe that beat out Educated. Yeah, that probably did. Huh. Um, other books that you probably have heard of. Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is apparently on this list, um, which I thought was really funny because I'm like, they really go that far back? And oh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of books on here you probably have heard. All of the Hunger Games books are on here. All the Twilight books are on here. Um, Wait a minute. But- I feel like there has to be some overlap between when the Hunger Games books are coming out and when the Twilight books are coming out. Am I I agree. Wrong? I don't really know how this works. Um, I can go through the last couple of years, though. I feel like Mockingjay came out in when we were in eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. And 2009 was Catching Fire. So 2010 what? is Mockingjay. But what about the Twilight books? The last um, one of that came out when we were in sixth grade. New so Moon. There oh, oh, it's just Twilight and New Moon. Sorry. Those are the two Twilight ones on here. Oh, I was oh I was gonna say because Breaking Dawn and The Hunger Games, the first Hunger yeah, Games book, right. had some overlap. Yeah. But okay, that although makes sense. apparently Water for Elephants replaced New Moon, so my bad. Yeah. Oh, Robert Pattinson, <laughs> Robert Pattinson cleaned up that those those movies. Yeah. That's all I can say. Also, fun fact anyway. for you. Sorry, I saw this one out. Divergent replaced Fifty Shades of Grey for two thousand eleven. Hmm. So, Good anyway. for Divergent, you know? Yes. I guess. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> One mediocre book replacing another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Grace, um, you said you had another list? Yes. My list is books I became so obsessed with, I stopped everything else in my life to finish. Oh, God. <laughs> Ooh. I feel like I Harry Potter for this is one. probably on was, that. Mm-hmm. What about... Um, the Raven Boys, um, Six of Crows. Ooh, I was gonna say A Song of Ice and Fire. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Normal People. Those are my three. Okay. Um, Shruti, A Song of Ice and Fire is on here. Someone said Harry Potter. Yeah, all mm-hmm. of those are on here. Shruti did, yeah. Um, I don't think I see the Raven Cycle. I'm just oh it's okay I got to the end nope no Raven Cycle from what Damn. I am um what else did someone say I said Six of Crows that's not gonna be on there because now that I know the type of books that this list creator <laughs> reads I don't think they've read Six of Crows they if if it's on here it's on page past page one God oh, but you know what is on here Shiver by Maggie Steve Otter rather how than- the fuck is Shiver on there. But not the Raven Boys. I don't like, know. I'm it so feels sorry. like a book. It feels like a list that was created long ago. I was gonna but say, but I know it wasn't. Like it's old. I know it wasn't because okay, because I looked through recent lists. Mm. Maybe they added to it recently. And I'm maybe, 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 yeah. yeah. Sylvia Plath is on here. Okay. <laughs> well, I chose the wrong genre. <laughs> This is a, I don't, these books I've never even heard of in the end of the list. 
What are they reading? Who are you? <laughs> Mysterious list creator. The genres, like, there's no consistency. <laughs> okay, anyway, yeah, that's, that's, that's what goes on. That's that list. So I guess then we can move to our last game. So Grace is going to give us three random three. books. Yes. Three, three random books. And we're going to come up with a fancy title for what we would call the list that contains those three books. Yes. Okay. Okay. Book one. And I put series names in here too. So book one, which is actually a series, is Vampire Academy. Nice. Book two, The Vanishing Half. Book three, Beach Read. So we have Beach Read, Vampire Academy, and The Vanishing Half. <laughs> well, I personally would type on the shelf books I would lay down my life for. But I feel like Shruti <laughs> has a different take considering she's only read one. <laughs> yes. Um, I was going to say books that Sarah really enjoys. Um, oh. The Vanishing Half has twins, right? Yeah. Or sisters. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Trudy, you don't even Family know you're Family dynamics, but also other things are was, going on. <laughs> like the, yeah, like the, yeah, family, weird family shit. Like Vampire Academy, Rose and Lissa are like, they're not like sisters, but they're like, I don't, I don't want to say they're basically sisters, but because, you know, they're like, they're like this. They're, okay. they're buddies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then The Vanishing Half is about twins, and then The Beach but, Read has all that weird family stuff going on. Yes. Well, but also, more importantly, in Vampire Academy, there's Lissa and... Um, oh, yeah, and <laughs> Jill. Jill! Jill. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're actually sisters. Wait a minute, that would have been, that would have actually worked out so well, if no offense to Beach Read, if it wasn't <laughs> on there, because, like, Vampire Academy and The Vanishing Half have so much in common. I'm just kidding. But like the secret sister dynamic. Yes. Exactly. So like weird family shit. I could also offer up books I do not feel as passionate about as Sarah does. (laughs) Are we ready to for another round? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So book one is You Should See Me in a Crown. Hmm. Book two is Normal People. Hmm. And book three is You Deserve Each Other. So you should see me in a crown. Normal people <laughs> books, Romances. The book hosts have read. <laughs> um, so okay. group reads, yeah. Yeah. yeah I was going to say home. like messy romances. Well, but You Deserve Each Other is not that messy. You Deserve I Each was, Other is more was, messy than You Should See Me in a Crown. Right, right. Yeah. I was going to say... You deserve each other and normal people is like messy romances, but that doesn't really work. I was going to say, you should see me in a crown and normal people are like high school. So that would be easy, but you deserve each other. Well, also Um, you could say you deserve each other and you should see me in a crown. Both start with you, but then we've got (laughs) married people. No, I know. This is true. It's always one's got to fuck it up. (laughs) Um, I mean, they all have some like messy dynamic yeah radical romances that's what we can call it (laughs) they're all yeah they're all very like not typical well that's not true normal people is very white and straight yeah but i mean like i know you're mean though it's weird it's not like a traditional romance yeah yeah offbeat 
Offbeat. is what a movie Offbeat. critic would call all of these. <laughs> say, You're you right. You say, um, maybe less so with You Should See Me in a Crown. No, yes. Yes. Okay, hear me out. Books where the main couple might lie and say they met each other on Tinder whence they are asked how they met. <laughs> but wait, I think you're on to something here. I like that, yeah. Because, yes. and you should see me in a crown, they met because they were competing for the same thing, you know, tension there. Mm-hmm. Normal mm-hmm. people, they met because they had, they had sex. That's how their relationship started. And then you deserve each other. You don't find out how they meet until the end. So they would forget. They would forget and they would say, we met on Tinder. <laughs> There we go. There we go. <laughs> All right. There we go. Here we go. The first round, or the first one, is the yellow wallpaper. Oh no! <laughs> I'm. I've got this in the bag. <laughs> Next one is stalking Jack the Ripper. And the third one is night film. Horror. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, works. Gonna say. <laughs> yeah, that works like really well. <laughs> I would recommend all three of these books to the same person. Grace. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, creepy, creepy things. Yeah. Two of Dead them people. I read for class and the same professor gave, assigned them to me. So there's that. There we go. Does the yellow wallpaper have like hallucinations in them? That's what it is. Mm, yeah, that's, that's the it. whole thing. Yeah, so I <laughs> yeah, guess yeah. hallucinations and dead people and... Does Stalking Jack the Ripper have hallucinations? I feel like at some point they like have like mo- she has like moments she's drugged or okay, something. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it happens at some probably. point. Probably, probably. Yeah, it's a young adult novel. Probably. Dreams. Um, People have dreams in every young adult novel, you know. Where yeah, like, oh, dreams yeah. haunted by wolves right. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this was fun, but it brings us to the end of this week's episode. If you have thoughts on anything we said, you can follow us or message us on Instagram at bookhostpod. And you can also DM us or reply to our tweets at the bookhos on Twitter. And as always, please subscribe to the podcast, write a rating, write a review, um, leave a rating, write a review, and then share the podcast with all of your friends because we like people who listen to us. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye.